Jumbo Ekabo. Welcome to the Rich Immigrant Podcast. This podcast was created to be what the next immigrant needs to thrive and what we need as an immigrant community. In this podcast, we talk about attaining financial independence, living full lives in the new countries we call home, and we'll do all that while talking about topics that pertain to the immigrant community all over the world. We'll do that with grace, with truth, with love, and yes, with great background music. So please, dance into every podcast episode with me. I'm Diola Teru, and I'm your host. Welcome. Hey, 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 welcome back to what? Season three of the podcast. I'm so excited to be back. And this is the 22nd episode of the podcast. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking about something that I think is important for us to revisit right now. And we're going to be talking about how to live your best rich life, right? And when I think about it, you know, what does it mean to be rich or to live your absolute best rich life, right? Um, if you ask a random set of people on the streets around the world, the answers would actually differ. And for some, it might mean, you know, having millions of dollars in the bank. Others might say things like running water, stable electricity, good health, a loving family, a supportive tribe, a fulfilling career, a Lamborghini, um, a life of impact, or a life that's just filled with amazing experiences. And when you think about all these different definitions, you realize that people come, people define what a rich life is based on their experiences, based on what they've been exposed to, based on what life has showed them, right? Um, and, and who is really right? Over the past 15 plus months, we have, we have collectively um, gone through a lot, right? And as we are, you know, hopefully, and I know that parts of the world that are still in the thick of the pandemic, as we're hopefully starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel, I think, I can't think of a better time to really, for us to sit back and talk about what it really means to live a rich life and and sit down and define that, you know, for ourselves individually. My definition is going to be different from your definition. Um, And so I'll talk about a few steps to live your best rich life. And step number one is this. First, define what your rich life looks or feels like or what it is like. You can't live or create something you have not actually defined for yourself. And what does your rich life look like? What does my rich life look like? What does it feel like? Um, Many times, if we really look inwards, we'll find that our definitions of wealth, of success, and of progress are assumed or passed down to us from society, by our family, our friends, hell, sometimes even social media these days, right? A year or two ago, my then seven-year-old niece was talking about something, and she kind of talked about buying a Lamborghini. And I was actually taken aback by that conversation or by her declaration of buying a Lamborghini. To her, it was an indication of wealth. I don't know where she picked that up from, but it kind of supports what I'm saying in that many times our definition of what is wealthy or what is successful, what is rich, we pick it up over time in the course of our lives from TV, from friends, from family, from society, whatever that is. I think it's actually an act of rebellion when we have the courage to define what our own best rich life means for ourselves. And in the spirit of transparency, since this is a safe place where I can be honest, I'll tell you that my definition of what a rich life is has changed over time. 
I think about, you know, growing up in Nigeria and what I thought a, a, a rich life looked like. I think about even when I first came to the U.S. And I would say in those first few years where I was a struggling college student, for me, being able to afford a taxi, which is well Uber these days, right? A taxi at the time, that would have been rich for me. Um, I think being able to pay my rent without having to do calculations of how much groceries I could buy so I could still afford my rent, I would buy my textbooks and all of that. To me, that would have been a rich life. And I would have been totally balling if I had a car in college. I did not have a car. But if I had a car in college, a baller status, right? If you've listened to this, to the podcast, uh, you know, for a while, and if you're new here at first, welcome. Um, in episode 10, in season one, I talked about what a wealthy life looks like for me right now. And I won't go into everything, but for me, it looks like, you know, a life that's rich in life-giving relationships, a life that's wealth in time, right? Because you want to have the freedom of time, the freedom of choice of what to do with my time. You know, I think having the freedom or the financial resources to choose what to do with my time. I think about wealth that sows seeds and wealth that multiplies and has impact. Those those things are, are what a wealthy life looks like, you know, to me. I'll say that whenever and however you define what that rich life looks for you, it's just important that those definitions are aligned with your values. Otherwise, you're always going to be at war with yourself. Oscar Wilde says that ordinary riches, you know, can be stolen, but the real riches of the heart, um, it can't be taken away from you. And I hope that when you define what that rich life looks like for you, you think beyond a Lamborghini, like my seven-year-old niece does. And there's nothing wrong with the Lamborghini, but I think there's just so much more to a rich life than just the things that money can buy for us. And so we talked about the first step is defining what that rich life looks like for you. The second step is this, writing it down. It doesn't matter whether you write it in a, on, a, on a note in your phone, on a paper napkin. It doesn't matter if you write it in an app, in a physical notebook. Writing it down, you know, I think there will be times where I sometimes can start to feel like maybe I'm not focused on the right things or that I'm not doing well enough in certain areas of my life and, and even in my finances. There are times where I, where I might feel that way. But in those moments, I go back to the visions of my wealthy, rich life that I've written down and that's what keeps me grounded, right? I don't know if you've seen the quotes or seen the numbers, but you are 42% more likely to achieve your goals if you actually write them down. I know, I don't know if some of you are like, you know, notebook hoarders like I am, um, but I'll say there's a benefit to it. Writing down your goals, writing down the dream and making it plain um, is such an important part of, of en envisioning the life that you have for yourself, for your family. And so we've talked about two steps. One, defining, the, defining your rich life. Two, writing it down. The third thing I'll bring up is this, right? Auditing your habits, your words, your actions, right? So I'll be honest, right? I'm a pretty small person. People can see I'm petite, right? Um, I, don't, I don't tend to, I'm, I'm blessed in that I don't tend to gain weight easily, right? However, um, I used to walk and ride the bus to work, you know, Pretty much most of most of the time before the pandemic, um, and I used to exercise sometimes. You know, I was on a kick. I was exercising sometimes. Um, well, these days, um, it was sometime in December. My phone said I taken a total of five hundred steps in a day, right? And so, you know, 
I'll say that I want a healthy heart. I'll say that I want a healthy mind and body. However, my habits are telling me that the way I'm living my life is contrary to the goals of a healthy life that I have, that I have set out for myself. And so I say this to say, right, that when you define and write down what living your rich life looks like for you, you also need to think about the words, the actions, the habits, and the behaviors that actually propel you towards what you want. If my rich life involves rich friendships and rich relationships, but I sit up cooped up in my home, I don't make the time to call my people or make the time to support my friends or make the time to just be with them um, or just make the time to even meet new people, then am I not an unserious person, right? Um, and so I'll say this, you know, audit your heart, audit your habits, audit your words, audit your actions. And if you need to change them, you'll know, you know, it doesn't, you don't, it's not rocket science. You'll know if the things that you're doing are not aligned with the place that you want to go. And it's not just a one-time thing. It's a periodic thing, you know, say, you know, take every quarter or even every half year and say, well, let me look at how things have gone. Let me be honest with myself and take a look at how things have gone and how can I course correct? What do I need to change in order to move forward? Last but not least, item number four, do. Two-letter word, but it's so powerful. I will tell you, I am a classic, chronic, overthinker, analyzer, perfectionist, but I really think it's anxiety-laden behavior, right? I think that it's important to, one, stay true to who you are at your core, um, accepting the things that are, that are outside of your control, right? Maintaining a level of curiosity and moving in that curiosity. You can't say I'm curious about the world, yet you sit at home in your corner of the world if you do have the opportunity if you do have the option to travel, yet you don't make that move. You can say you want to learn how to you know, drive a car, yet you do not even make an attempt at taking driving lessons. I think that in doing, and in doing the things that are laid upon our hearts, and in doing the things that will propel us to the life that we want and the life that we are building, I think that there is so much power in that. Beyond that, you know, we're gonna need a lot of patience, <laughs> a general attitude of gratitude, and also generosity of spirit, right? And as you move towards the life that you're creating and the long-term view that you have for your life, investing in knowledge is so important because again, you can't say you want to do something and not invest the time, invest the resources to learn what you need to learn that will take you to that next level. And so yes, money can absolutely amplify, you know, the things that you want to do in life. But remember that money is a tool that you can use to create some elements of a rich life to some extent. It's not the ultimate answer, but yes, it can create options. But at the core, money will always be a tool. And so ultimately, as I wrap up this episode, and I wanted to make this first episode short and, and, and to the point. But as I wrap up this episode, I want to leave you with, with, with just a couple of things, right? We've talked about four things to do to live your best rich life. One, define what that rich life looks like or feels like for you, not based on what society says, not based on what your mama said, not based on what your sister said, but whatever it means for you. The second thing, write the vision down and then revisit it. Number three, audit your habits, audit your words, audit your actions, audit your relationships, and make sure that they're in line with the person that you are becoming. Last but not least, 
do it don't think about it don't analyze it just make a move and in the doing you get more clarity in the doing you realize where you need to change direction in the doing clarity comes in as you build momentum right so don't just think about it be about it right decide what kind of life you want to live create it build it pray on it step by step unapologetically through planning, intentionality, and maybe making some unconventional choices. And I hope that the life that you live, the life that you build is one that really, really blows your mind and is one that you look back and that you're proud of. Um, Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. So glad to be back. 22nd episode. Excited to come back with this season. There's so much more to come. Since you listened to this episode of the podcast, I want to let you know that I'm offering something for my listeners and those that have subscribed to one of the platforms on Instagram, the podcast, um, and that are subscribed on the blog, I'm offering a one-time free intro to investing session. So, you know, I think there's so much about investing that's that's been in the news lately in the past year, and there have been lots of opportunities. I'll be honest, there have been opportunities. But I think that at the core, there's so much of a need in our community on just the basics of investing. And so if you're someone that wants to invest, but you don't know where to start, and the jargon just confuses you, and maybe you don't, you're even ashamed to admit what you don't know. This is gonna be a very back to the basics, building your bound, your, your building the basic blocks of what it is to even invest. What what are your options? What's the history of the stock market? All of that stuff that I think is so key and foundational to, to starting an investing journey. Um, we'll cover that um, in the in the web in the one time free webinar. I'm gonna limit the attendance to 20 people because I want it to be impactful. I want interaction. I want to answer your questions. Um, And so it will be next Thursday, um, the 27th of May, 2021, um, 20 participants. It'll be on Zoom at the link in my bio on Instagram. You can sign up to attend the session. Again, we'll cap it at 20, but this is a way to celebrate being on Instagram for a whole year, hitting a thousand followers, um, and just a way to pour back into this community that I so believe in. And even if you're not in a place to invest right now, I would say the best time to prepare for your next level is now so that when that next level comes, you're ready to make a move. And so again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for being here through season three. And if you just listened to the podcast for the first time, well, welcome. Um, and I'll see you next week. Ciao. Bye-bye. Hey there. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Rich Immigrant Podcast. Before you go, I'd like you to know that there will always be room for you at this table. And as I wrap this up, I'd like to ask for your help with a few things to help support and amplify the message of the podcast. First, please subscribe. Click the subscribe button and that way you're notified of new episodes. Second, if you enjoyed this episode, please write and review the podcast. That way you're signaling to Apple that the content here is, you know what? Popping! And you amplify our message to other potential listeners. And last but not least, please follow us at Instagram at The Rich Immigrant. And as we go out into the world, I hope that you're encouraged to show up and live fully in whatever country you've chosen to call home. Ciao, bye, odavo. See you next time.